Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. everyone to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the Maestro of Wrestling. Great to have you guys with us once again. This is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. You never knew who's going to call in. It's half the fun. It's the Wild Wild West of podcast right here at WCW Retro. Lots of fun as always each and every week. 
And uh, tonight, we'll be discussing wrestling returns. So if you have a favorite wrestling return you like to share or call anytime during tonight's live WCW Retro Podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, again that number is 914-338-1885. I'm looking to get your feedback. Can't wait to dive into the wrestling returns tonight with you guys. And uh, before we uh, get started, talking wrestling returns, I'd like to make a few announcements if I if will. <clears throat> First off, um, uh, tomorrow night, uh, the Stro Zone, my horror sci-fi show, at my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time. And tomorrow night's feature will be The Last Man on Earth from back in the day, so please tune in for that. And this Sunday, I'll be a special guest at the Charlotte Comic Con being held at the Embassy Suites in Concord, North Carolina from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and I'll be there with uh, my fellow, some of my fellow cast and crew of The Devil's Daughter, A Harlequin Story, which I star as Dr. Arkham in the film. Uh, we'll have a cosplay contest on hand as well. Always oh, lots of fun at the Charlotte Comic Con, so come see us if you're in the Charlotte Concord area. Uh, for more information, uh, go to charlottecomiccon.com for more info. But this is Sunday. From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Embassy Suites in Concord, North Carolina. I hope to see you guys there. Uh, lots going on. Um, yours truly uh, in the film world as well. Uh, the Double Starter Harlequin Story, which I mentioned earlier, is still playing on YouTube and uh, Amazon Fire TV. Just type in the Double Starter Harlequin Story in both to get to it. And uh, you watch it. Either either one, and do also do Dominus TV as well if you have Dominus TV. Um, also, a film that stars ancient vampire Abba in Stench of Iniquity. You can watch that on Vimeo.com. Just go to Vimeo V I M E O dot com slash Turnerverse T U R N E R V E R S E to get to it. Uh, and also, you can type in Stench of Iniquity on the Vimeo search to get to it and watch it for free. And I hope you guys enjoy both films. Um, I'm in the process of, process rather, of uh, being on set soon for a mini mini series coming up as well as a feature film in, in the next uh, few months. So I'll keep you guys informed on all the updates on that. Um, I also have a film that's coming out called Hybrid. They'll be out soon, so, so be looking out for Hybrid. And other film projects in the works as well, so I'll keep you guys informed on the latest, as always. Um, and for bookings, I'm taking bookings for all kinds of stuff these days, guys. Interviews, uh, Comic-Cons, conventions, wrestling, commentating, which uh, I'll be returning to commentary uh, for Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment in April. And uh, I'll give you guys more updates as we draw closer to that date in April. So... Uh, looking forward to returning to doing commentary for Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment. And for that event, for more info, go to shockwavewrestling.com for more info. But um, taking books, uh, back to uh, what taking book is for, uh, commentary, uh, voiceover, uh, if you'd like to cast me for your television and film project, uh, commercial endorsements, um, speaking engagements, 
autograph signings, what have you. I do a lot these days. So uh, if you'd like to book me for your event, hit me up. Strofoya at yahoo.com. S-T-R-O number four Y-A at yahoo.com. And if you'd like to be a special guest on WCW Retro, hit me up too as well. WCW Retro at yahoo.com. And this gives you some exposure, if you will, on WCW Retro. Um, also for my social media roundup, my official website is the stro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. Uh, my merchandise page, you'll find it all my official Papa Stro merchandise is the stro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com slash merchandise. Now I currently have uh, Papa Stro legacy merchandise on sale now for all ages, including pets. So check it out and get yours today. Um, I'm on Twitter, at SignedStro, Instagram, at StroMaestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys, at YouTube.com slash StroMaestro. I'm also on Twitch, for you Twitch users, at Twitch.tv slash RealPapaStro. If you'd like to donate to yours truly, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc., give me a gift, what have you. Um, and thank you for those who have already done so. Uh, much love and appreciation for that, for you all. But if you'd like to... Uh, donate to yours truly, Papa Stro. Send him my PayPal, paypal.me, Mary, E's and E, slash Papa Stro. And all together, it's paypal.me, slash Papa Stro. And thank you in advance for your support and love. Much appreciated. Um, yes, uh, shout out to Fishing with Special Friends, fishingwithspecialfriends.com, Masters of Ring Entertainment. At mastersofringentertainment.com. They have a event coming up pretty soon. I think it's in June, I believe. Um, but for more info, go to mastersofringentertainment.com for more. I, I think it's, I believe it's in High Point, North Carolina. Uh, from understand, they've already got uh, Kurt Angle on the show, uh, Shannon Moore, plus a host of other top names, including, I believe, Penta for uh, AW Star Penta. So, uh, yeah, check them out, mastersofringentertainment.com. Uh, find out what the Cauliflower Island Club is up to these days. Uh, get, give them a sh- shout-out or look-see at org for more info. Uh, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling in Canada. Find out what they're up to at facebook.com slash wrestling for more info. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Tonight's Wrestling Returns, and uh, we're taking callers and talking Wrestling Returns, and we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be talking Wrestling Returns, plus so much more right here on WCW Retro. So uh, stick with us. We'll be right back. one vacation with the family when you could take all of them. With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. 
This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 
and in the room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Fred Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. I love about the stuff and the girl just can't get enough. I love daddy. Love is the stuff. I'm simply delicious. Welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa Stroh here to Maestro of Wrestling. Great to have you guys with us again. Tonight we're talking wrestling returns. So if you have a wrestling return of your liking that you would like to share with us tonight, please call in. Uh, that number is 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few returns of that I really enjoyed over the years. And uh matter of fact, I'm trying to get this one for you now. Uh, this was in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, this is when uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair made his uh, grand return and, and uh, we reunited the Four Horsemen. So, yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a really, really, really big night uh, for uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair and, and for the whole company in, in itself. Uh, and it, the, ova- the ovation was just uh, amazing. So uh, let's see if I can't find it before I play it for you guys. Hang on one second. Let me get get, get to it here. And I'll let you guys listen in. Just give me a second. All right. Hang on one second, folks. All right, here we go. Here it is, guys. Through the year 2000, we're going to do exactly what all of you across this nation have asked. Arn Anderson, bring back the horsemen. And I feel it fair to tell you, I'm not going to be responsible for what happens next. Because we don't wear white hats. We're not nice guys. And I can tell you this, hats are going to roll. 
So, be careful what you wish for, because now you have it. Oh, what a goose! What a goose! You know, I get accused of getting racked in the head a few times and having a little touch of all the hundreds. My God! I almost forgot the fourth horseman! Rick Flair! Here we go! Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm almost embarrassed by the response. But when I see this, I know that the 25 years that I've spent trying to make you happy every night of your life was worth every damn bit of it. Now,
Oh, Edwards, that's the uh, real Edwards, main event. <laughs> when you said that this, uh, this show was about famous turns, I, I know full hell sometimes, you know, when you're a heel your entire career and you actually have to make the turn, it's uh, it's different. Yeah. Oh, man, tremendous. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's a whole new experience, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it is. I mean, you're actually smiling. You're like, wait a minute, what am I doing? And then you're like, oh, just run with it, because it's more or less. God bless. <laughs> yeah. Then you get home, you get, asked to, you get asked over two months to go to work a benefit show. You agree to it. Mm-hmm. And when, yeah. the, when the publicity photos come out, you're, you're not even listed. Not even your name. And I called the promoter oh. up, and I said, what's going on here? I said, I don't ever care about my picture. My name would have been nice. If you don't like it, stay mm-hmm. home. Oh, really? Okay, let's go Whoa. back to kill Chaz. Screw you. I got booked in Memphis an hour later. Nice. <laughs> and the world returned to normal. If you don't like it, uh, stay home. Yeah, okay. Oh, I, I got geez. a part of my anatomy you can kiss. <laughs> and no disrespect against the kid that died. He was a brother of ours, and he was a worker. He was a good friend of mine. Right. He would have done the same thing. Laughed about it. You know, you're a promoter. Mm. You don't. And this is, these are your own people. Your trainees. And all all I did was ask a question. And all of a sudden, he's got to right. get all he's got to get all swollen. Uh, if you don't like it, stay home. I don't stay home. I'm booked any weekend I want to be booked. Mm-hmm. So I got booked at Perth Mid South an hour later. Thank you. That's a, that's awesome. <laughs> That's wrestling, bro. But that that's it. Turn was Some one people that know you probably thought you were running a hay fever for that turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you must have been feeling well. Oh, my wife looked at me. She goes, I don't like it. I said, well, don't you like? You're not supposed to be nice. I'm like, oh. I knew what the promoter tells me. Oh, man. Now, wait yeah. a minute. Here's my Crazy. point, though. Crazy. If I can turn baby oh, faces, yeah, sure. then Granny Hall can turn heel. I don't yeah, want to hear any more of her excuses. Yeah. I, I I think she's already an natural heel. Yeah. If Chaz Murray can sprout a halo, Granny Hulkster can be a heel. Oh, absolutely. But I'm not going to yeah. monopolize the conversation. But the other thing I want to talk about was no. um, other yeah, than that sure. flare turn, one turn that really gave me, made me sit up and take notice is when Nikita turned. Baby face um, after Magnum got hurt. Yeah, that you didn't expect. The, the, the whole series, yeah, him and, the whole him and Dusty, yeah, and everything else. You know when he right. turned when he turned baby face, and he used the the whole sportsman's angle. You know that to me was cool mm-hmm. because I never looked at wrestling as entertainment when I was growing up. I always looked at it as a sport. I still do. People right. laugh at me and they say, right. oh, "As you know." You're missing the point, brother. It's supposed to be funny. No, it's not. You want funny? Go watch a sitcom. It's supposed exactly. to be an athletic endeavor. Okay? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To, otherwise, why are we fighting for belts? It's dumb, then. Right, yeah. When Nikita, when Nikita turned and, you know, went and went and said he would team with Dusty and the Crockett Cubs and doing it because Magnum was a sportsman and X and such... That to me was a was a very cool moment. 
Ah, oh, man. Amazing. That was so amazing. And and the yes, thing sir. is, that night when he walked out with Dust, no one expected Nikita to be Dusty's partner that night. Nope. Nobody and did. When, when he, and when he walked out there, man, the, the pop that he got, man, the ovation was unreal. Oh, yeah, and Flair got a lot of little, um, had a lot of little turns. I mean, when he actually had to face Nikita, he was, uh, he was the baby in that match. And no one expected Flair right. to turn. Mm-mm. So, I mean, there was, there was a lot of little, little subtle turns that were, um, that were in part and parcel in Crockett. I mean, not so much in the heat. Those were more developed and drawn out, but, uh, in Crockett, you had a lot of little turns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. And and the thing is, the best, the best turns are, are are the ones that, not only the ones that you don't expect, but if you think about it, you know, if you look back on it, there's a story to it. And, it, and, it, and once the turn happens, you think back, and, oh, this makes sense. You know what I mean? That's what they did, what they did, you know? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, good, good stuff. And, I mean, I mean, just just a lot of great turns and returns over the years. Um, do, do you have any? Um, do you have any uh, others that you recall that that you really enjoyed? Uh, you know, a lot of it revolved around the Crockett Cup and tag teams. I mean, I think um, mm-hmm. one that I used to like was it was a half a turn. Uh, they had Dino Bravo mm-hmm. teamed up with Ricky Martel because they were both from Canada. Yeah. And Bravo right. was a heel, what, five years prior until he got released from mm-hmm. WWF. Goes to the Crockett Cup, right. and all of a sudden now he's, a, he's, a, he's back to being Dino Bravo babyface. So, that I mean, you know, it really yeah. depends on the situation. The other one I enjoyed was yeah. watching King Kong Bundy and – Jerry Blackwell team up in the AWA as babies. That was interesting. Oh, what a team, man. Yeah. You know, what I a think team. Uh, going back to the, going back to the seventies, again you talk about turns that nobody expected, but this one stuck for how many years? Was Dusty Rhodes turning babyface? Yeah. Down in Florida. I mean prior to that, Dusty mm-hmm. and Dick Murdoch were hated all over the place. Dusty was hated as a single until um, Right. Until he, got, you know, until he got attacked and turned, Eddie Graham was a genius in, in orchestrating that one. Yes, he was. You know, there were others Man, that, that just fell short. I mean, they just didn't make any right. sense. Like here, Mm-mm. I could never envision Rick Bruce of any face. Not at all. <laughs> just wasn't his persona. <laughs> right. They tried. It was. It didn't work. You know, when Medusa and Dangerously were feuding, you know, they tried putting um they tried putting Brood with Medusa and making and uh, making him a baby face, but that just didn't make any sense. Right, right. That made you zero remember, sense. You remember when uh Paul Lorndorf turned on Bobby Heenan and the Bobby Heenan family? Yeah. Again, wasn't his back. personality. No. Didn't fit. Yeah. Same thing with Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens turned on the family, and that didn't work either. Yeah. No, right? (laughs) No. 
the same way. I mean, Ray was just a natural heel. You know what I mean? They went through. Same thing. And again, that, that same argument could be made with Baron Von Raschke. I mean, I grew up back mm-hmm. in the late 60s, early 70s, seeing Baron Von Raschke as a monster Nazi German yeah. heel. All of a sudden, you get yeah. to 84, and he's on the tail end of his career, and everybody loves the Baron. Yeah, when he came in with the uh, the Crusher at that time? Yes. Yeah, after Dick DeBruyne yeah. retired, Baron teamed up with the Crusher. Right. Yeah, yeah, they were a good team. Yeah, oh, they were a very good team. Heck yeah. They were a very right, good team. Right, right. You know, one other that I'll, that I'll note, and it wasn't a turn per se, it was just the people loving them, or the Road Warriors. Yeah. I mm, mean, yes. The people didn't, everybody wanted them to be heels. Georgia Championship, mm-hmm. heels. Original run in the AWA, mm-hmm. heels. What, what, the second mm-hmm. reign, the second title reign in the NWA where they beat the crap out of the Midnight Express, they were supposed to be heels after putting the spike in Dusty's eye, and the people still cheered them. I mean, there <laughs> yeah. comes a time where you're not going to be heels. People love you too much. The people right. tell you what you're going to be. Your persona is your persona, That's but the people either going to love you or hate you. That's it. You and know, then you got those of us that are sick and, Flair, that are sick and twisted. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. you got those of us that are sick and twisted just love, just love what the heels do. I mean, there was a, a look, certain... Look at, all, uh, look at Austin. <laughs> yeah. He's healed through his People love him. There was also a certain piano-playing heel in uh, WCW that I used to pop for every time he came out. Uh, you yeah, might that I remember guy. that guy. Yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, I think you might know that guy. Yeah, yeah, you're right though. The people, the people can make him break him, man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, tell the truth. I mean, how many people actually cheered for Jim Cornette? And Jimmy did his darndest not to be cheered, but they loved him anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jimmy's so infectious. <laughs> you have to love Jimmy. <laughs> oh, exactly. But like I said, you know, a lot, even the, especially the Mid-South years, he did all he could to get hated. And they hated him down there. But when he goes to, you know, they go to Crockett, and people just wanted to naturally cheer for the Midnight Express and cheer for Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of managers, um, did you see recently where <laughs> on uh, Steve Harvey uh, courtroom, uh, J.J. Dillon and Kevin Sullivan on the show? Yeah, I saw that. Each other? Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was oh, awesome. Man. I so popped. I mean, I love, the, I love the title. Pay me back whenever. How many times <laughs> have we heard that or said that? Oh, bro, right. I'll get you another time. Pay me back whenever. And we know whenever <laughs> never comes. So yeah. that was kind of, that was definitely entertaining because I looked at the premise and I told my wife, I said, you know, you've been involved in pro wrestling too long when pay me back whenever and you know exactly what it's about. Yes. Yes. Yeah, oh, was man. That was so cool. That was so cool, man. Oh, man. And the cool part but, was yeah. watching them go back and forth yeah. about who actually owed money. Yes. 
<laughs> great. And then the show wound up paying the show wound up paying for it anyway. And that was awesome. Right. Oh God. But Shro, do me a favor. Uh, I gotta I jump on I gotta jump on this one call for about five minutes. Let me I will definitely call back. Okay, we'll be here, brother. Yep, yeah, I'll definitely call back in. Give me a couple minutes. You got it, man. All right, thanks. You got it. Yeah, Taz, he'll be calling back in the a few, folks. Uh, great to see his uh, insight on wrestling returns. Just a reminder, folks, anytime you want to call in to give your favorite wrestling t- returns or turns, if you will, uh, call in at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back. We'll uh, talk more wrestling returns and turns right here on WCB Retro. So stick with us, folks. We'll be right back. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. 
Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa Stroh here. Great to have you guys with us once again. We'll be talking wrestling returns tonight. And turns. <laughs> so if uh, you guys have a favorite wrestling return or a wrestling turn you'd like to share with us, please call in tonight at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And uh, join us once again. My brother Chaz Moretti. Uh, welcome back, brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. I'm back. I just finalized the booking in Cleveland for July 31st. Sweet. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. So I, yeah, it's usually I don't like to, you know, take calls in the middle when we're doing our thing here, but this one I had to take. Oh, that's great, man. Congratulations. Yeah, now i got to get my behind out to North Carolina. That's next. Oh, right, yeah, please let me know. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, Cleveland, Ohio, man. How, how far yes, is that for you? Five hours. Short little Five commute. hours, yeah I, did. yeah, I didn't think it was all that far, yeah. That's cool. Short little commute, yep. Hell, I did 13 to, oh. to New Orleans a couple weeks ago, so after that, oh, nothing's uh, a long trip. <laughs> Right, but I like driving though. I'll, I'll tell you, the old school part of me kicks in when I'm driving. Yes, I think back of the, of the old days and the guys making towns and working the territory. Mm-hmm. They didn't fly everywhere; they drove. You know, it. I looked at I looked at flying down to New Orleans for for Gulf State, and airfare was over a thousand dollars. And I said, "Well, hell, between my hotel, my airfare, what the promoters picking up for expenses, and everything else, it wasn't going to cost me." A thousand dollars didn't cost me anything, really. I mean, the motor took really good care of me. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's that's great. I'm, I'm glad you had a good time down there. So it, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a lot year. of fun. Awesome. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. As far as what college, as far as CAC is concerned, yeah, I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to talk about that, that, that taste in my mouth last year. Bad oh, yeah. taste in my mouth with the current regime from last year. It was well documented, oh, really? but I'm not going to talk about it any longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're having a new new uh, a new hotel this year. It was yeah, like I know. the old they're hotel. The, they're going to the plaza. Could they find yeah. another dump to go to? Jesus Christ! All the hotels in Vegas, and they got to pick one that was crappier than the Gold Coast. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh man! Oh gosh, I was I was hoping that would be a better place, but I don't know. Because I, I don't I, think I've ever I been mean, to that. They could have picked anywhere. Place. They could have. They could have picked the Tropicana. Uh-huh. They could have picked any of the strip properties. Nope, they picked the Plaza. 
congrats with that. What's the hotel? What's the uh, casino hotel that's like next? That's like almost next door to the Gold Coast. What was it called? New Orleans. That was a nice place. The Palm yeah, across. Yeah, that was nice. Palm. Yeah, either one of those. I'm like, because those are really. I wonder why they didn't choose either one of those. Well, the Rio got condemned. They couldn't pick that one. Ah, uh, okay. Or could they? Yeah, that place got condemned. Hmm. They're trying to make a baseball stadium out of that out of that property. Oh, okay, okay. There's rumors that the okay. Oakland A's are moving to Vegas. Oh wow. Oh wow. But anyway, let's get on the let's get back on the subject. <laughs> so turns. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. We talked about we we talked about WWF. We talked about WCW and NWA. We talked about AWA. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, in the territories, though, there, there weren't a lot of turns. They were rare, and they were mostly baby face to heel turns. What do you think about mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, You're, come, come think you were right. They were, they were mostly baby face to heel turns during that time. I just found it interesting hmm. in the territories they they had a, a shortage of baby a shortage of heels all the time. Every so often, they would turn one right. of their popular stars into a heel. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time I ever saw it go to yeah. reverse was in was in Tennessee when uh, Steve Kern and Stan Lane were feuding, and then once their feud ended, they turned up as the fabulous ones. Right. You know, they gave Jackie Fargo all the credit for that deal, which was cool. I know. Yeah. I, I just like when I was in Memphis, wrestling with Memphis, you know, it was, it was kind of crazy because a lot of the baby faces acted like heels. You know what I mean? They had, yeah. they had gimmicks and everything. It was so surreal. Yeah. Oh, I can only goodness. imagine. I'm seeing locker rooms now where some of the real marks are uh, residing. I can only imagine what it was like back then. Hmm. Goodness. Goodness. I mean, it's, it's got, yeah, yeah. with very few exceptions, it's gotten stupid in locker rooms right now. I mean, I'm sorry, but i got to tell the truth. you got guys back there that just don't have a clue. <laughs> oh, God. I think yeah, it was, be- I think it was better when they had separate dressing rooms. I think it was much right. better when you had a heel dressing room and a baby face dressing room. Because everybody was like-minded oh. in each dressing room. Yes. Yes. I just managed with me one time. Uh, it was a, a show in Kentucky. Uh, I think Ashland. Yeah, Ashland, Kentucky. It, it's, uh, his name was Classy Roy Bass. And if you can imagine okay. a human version, a human version of Toucan Sam from the cereal box. Oh, jeez. I mean, that's what, that's what, that's what Classy Roy Bass, right? And, oh, man. And we, we got there, right? And, and all these young kids in, in the locker room, right? And he sees a guy that has makeup, like Sting, right? And he he just goes up to him and says, what's your finish, the splash? Like, really, dude? <laughs> and he, then he, went, so he walks up to this, this kid, right? And, and just literally has the kid crying in the locker room. Just ha- ha- has, him, has him in tears. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
Just talking smack. Number one, you got to get into being wrestling. Yes. And he, if you're thin-skinned he or you're one of these uh, <laughs> these youngins that gets offended, you're in the wrong business. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. He had this one kid, right, walking around in circles and uh, barefooted, right? And, uh-huh. and I asked him, I said, you, what did you do to that guy, right? And he said, he told him he put hair removal in his wrestling boots, and he was afraid to put them on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, he went to the ring that night in, uh, uh, with no boots. Suck it and break his ankles. Oh, God. Oh, uh, we man. had a kid but, one time. Uh, I, I won't name the kid because yeah, he's yeah. a good kid, but he didn't have a. He had less right. personality than Bob Backlund, and they put us together. <laughs> and he's gonna make a run. At the, he's gonna make a run at the local title. And oh, we're boy. getting we're going into this program where he wins every match in the run up, but he wins because of my interference. All right. So we're in. Mm. We're at like the fourth show in the program. And he pulls me aside behind the behind the curtains to say, hey, bro, I want to talk to you. I said, what's up? You know the finish? Yeah, but that's just it. I don't like the finish. Said, what don't you like about it? We'll fix it. Well, I want the people to appreciate what I do for my ability in the ring. I said, okay, genius, you got two choices. You can either A, turn babyface <laughs> tonight, or you can go to MMA. Guys, you're a heel, douchebag. And the only reason they put me with you is because you can't talk. You have less personality oh than Bob Backlund. <laughs> Garth has more personality than you. So oh I call over the uh, I call over the baby face champion and say, "Hey, bro, what? If this guy wants to uh, be appreciated for what he does in the ring. Because what is he? A moron? He's a heel." I said, "I know. Just didn't want to be the only one telling him." Yeah, that didn't last long. <laughs> I can imagine. I, I left that promotion <laughs> not soon afterwards. Done. <laughs> See you later. Right. I I gotta say this is what happened one time. I'm going. See you guys later. <laughs> no joke, just a true story. Uh one time during a match, right? Uh he, he was a heel taking advantage of the baby face towards the end of the match. And no joke, somebody was that in the crowd, the ringside had, had like a fishing pole, right? And he casted a dollar bill <laughs> in the ring, right? And, and it was on laying on the mat, and the heel went for the dollar bill, and he like reeled the dollar bill <laughs> to the and, and I love it. Followed the dollar bill to the outside of the crowd, got counted out. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I don't know how, how far he followed the dollar bill, but it was, oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I wanted oh, to bring tremendous. in a bag of jack-o'-links with me to a match one time. Cause there was a there was a, uh, a fan in the crowd that, was, that liked to heckle me who looked like she was related to Sasquatch. And so I brought her bag of jack-o'-links jerky with me. He was to say that her boyfriend who was on the show didn't like that too much. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> jerky. <laughs> Bro, you brought a thing to Alex. Just messing with Sasquatch. That's my girlfriend. That's your problem. Have a nice day. 
<laughs> oh man. So you oh, need some great. lessons in self esteem. Yeah. So next time tell her to keep her mouth um, shut. You wanna be part of the show? <laughs> I'll make you part of the show. No problem. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't like it too much when I opened up the bag of jack links and just started throwing beef jerky at her. <laughs> I get in the back. What are you doing? Hey, messing with Sasquatch. What can I tell you? <laughs> We're not going to book you anymore. Okay. Oh, Whatever. God. I got too much Bruiser Brody in me, Stro. At this point in my career, yeah. I don't care. You know, they tell me, oh, we're not booking right. anymore. Great, don't book me. I'll stay home. I'll stay home and watch it's movies. Sad. Don't book me. It's sad that some it's don't sad. know what real heat is these days. They don't, they don't appreciate it. They don't appreciate right. it. It's like, whatever. So, yeah, like I said, turning babyface was unique. Because it's like... I can imagine. I, all I kept watching is people... I kept watching people buy pictures and sunglasses and everything else. And I'm going, only in Louisiana because it ain't happening nowhere else. <laughs> oh. But... But... but it, <laughs> Get it while you can. <laughs> yeah, right. I was happy. The good money right. paid for lunch at Felix's in, on on Bourbon Street the next day. Oh, nice. I was ordering like Rick Flair the next day. Yeah, give us this for the table. Bring that over here. Let's get an order of this. Uh, and my, like I said, my wife is the frugal one in the family. She looked at me going, how much is all uh-huh. this? What do you care? You're eating. Just eat. I got it. <laughs> I said, the fans pay Having for it. Just eat. Don't worry about a thing. Yes. That's all. Don't it. worry about a thing. The fans pay for it. But it, it had to be weird for you, though. I mean, turning after doing, after uh, your, t- your time in Smoky Mountain and going to WCW as a heel, that had to be a bit of a switch for you, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it, it's a total adjustment. I mean... It, it, it took a bit, but, you know, I, I got with the routine, you know, but it was just, you know what I mean, one of those things. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah, I mean, what I tell people that I manage for heels is we're not walking around the ring. I don't want the people to mm-hmm. see us at eye level. We're going straight to the right. ring. They can look at us from three and a half feet, four feet up. Yep. But as a, you know, as a baby, <laughs> you want to you want to make sure that you're accessible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm walking around the ring and slapping hands and hugging kids, and I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> and all the old ladies are like, you're just so handsome. I'm like, oh, my wife's over there. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, you know, after being healed for so long, and, and then when you, when you like, go back to being a baby face, it's like, hmm. You know, it's like, uh, you know, you know, you you know you've been one before, but when you go back to after being healed for so long, it, it's like starting all over. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the part that made it a little bit easier is that I was managing Mustang Mike, and Mustang Mike is right. a god in Louisiana, so it made it a bit easier. Nice. So that I was working yeah. with Mike. Oh, Mike's oh, awesome! Cool. Come on, the, the, oh, all my, the times yeah, that we had in the Battle Royal at the CAC, all of us, mm-hmm. you, me. Uh, Paul Lee, Mike, we always had a blast. What a great crew, man. What a great crew. Yeah. 
Hell of a locker room we used to, we had those three years. Hell yeah. of a locker room we had. Yeah, man. I I really I really miss that. I wish more locker rooms were like that, honestly. You know what it is? What it the problem is and and this is um something that I've seen over twelve years and you've probably seen it longer than I have. The problem is you got these guys that are in delusional land. You know, they're they're mm-hmm. thinking that they're going to get signed tomorrow and they're the greatest things in sliced bread. And they don't train and they don't work on their gimmick and they don't work on their they don't work on their gear. And they're going out there and they're thinking to myself, well, you know, I'm here. Yeah, big deal. What do you bring to the table? How many tickets do you sell? <laughs> and they right. look at you like you're from outer space. They look at you all dumbfounded. It's like, okay, <laughs> fine. You know, the ones that I laugh at are the promoters that tell you, oh, bro, uh, I, I don't pay a manager more than $20. Great, you don't get me. See you later. <laughs> I'm a yeah. professional. I don't work for free. Bye-bye. Mm. But I'm going to be 55 this yeah. September. So how much longer I have oh, left, right. who knows. As long as I want to. As long as I have to. You know, another turn that was, another turn that shocked mm-hmm. the hell out of me um, was back in the 70s in California when Freddie Blassie turned babyface uh, in his Ooh. feud with John Tolos. Because Freddie, oh, for wow. what, 20 years from the 50s on up, was a, a mm-hmm. mega heel. Yes. Hold on one, one all-time second. best. One of my, one of my favorites, too, actually, Freddie Blassie, man. He was incredible. But, yeah. I remember, uh, guys, I remember one time, uh, you remember the Raw? The Raw, uh, one of the last Raws we did with Eric Bischoff was uh, the general manager. And they were outside the building, and Freddie Blassie was there with his wife. And uh, Eric said, I could go back inside. I got to go get ratings, right? And you could hear Freddie Blassie's back. Once you go hang yourself, they'll get ratings. <laughs> you hear JR, the, the Jerry Lawler, laughing. <laughs> Oh, man, that's hysterical. Ray Blasted, man, he, he was something else. What a true heel through and through. One, one of the best. One of the very best, man. <laughs> yeah, good time, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I get a large concrete hey. uh, chocolate custard with peanut butter there sauce and crushed browns. Nope, Sounds amazing. It. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds amazing. Oh my goodness. Um, but we'll wait for Chaz. Yeah. Um, be, uh, if you'd like to join us tonight, we're still live on the air to discuss when your some of your favorite wrestling returns and turns. Uh, call in anytime. 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. Let's get your feedback. But tonight, just wrestling returns and turns. <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun uh, thus far. Uh, we, we had a great interview uh, this past uh, Tuesday night in the room, actually. Uh, Brady Hicks uh, had a great interview with uh, Erica Lee, uh wrestling star of ECWA. Uh, 
come up, the, the Super 8, I believe, is this weekend. And which uh, legendary Ricky Morton is going to be involved with that, too. So if you guys in the New Jersey area uh, come out to ECWA, Super 8, Eric Lee is going to be there, uh, legendary Ricky Morton, plus uh, some of the best indie talent around. So uh, check out ECWA, Super 8, this weekend in New Jersey. But uh, go back to the archives on VOCNation.com for this past Tuesday's in the room interview with uh, Brady Hicks interviewing uh, wrestling star Erica Lee. Uh, it was a great interview. Good times. And uh, don't miss in the room this coming Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. Support us on VOC, support us VOC Nation on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. Get your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt today, including one of WCW Retro, and one of yours truly, Papa Strode, the four faces Strode. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, wrestling returns tonight. And turns. We've been discussing uh, a, lot of, a lot of great uh, memories we've been sharing as well. Um, oh, gosh. So many we can talk about here. So, next um, again, if you'd like to join myself and, and Chad's going to be with us in a minute. Two back with us discussing. So if you'd like to share your favorites with us, call in anytime, 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And uh, thank you guys for supporting WCW Retro Means the World and the VOCNation.com network. Uh, and shout out to our listeners from Spotify. Thank you for listening. Uh, keep on listening. We love you guys. Uh, love our listeners from around the world. So, uh, thank you for your love and support. Yeah, we got and, a one uh, return coming this... up soon. Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah, we do. Cody sure Rhodes. Is. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I'm back to see I'm how they're going to bring him seeing in. Seeing Cody man. Rhodes back. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm psyched, man. I'm, I'm, now, I'm here's excited. The... Are they going to bring uh-huh. in Cody Rhodes, or are they going to bring in Stardust? Mm-hmm. That's a very good question. <laughs> That's a very good question. There was there was a story that my buddy Chris Sater told me when Hogan was mm-hmm. going to WrestleMania at the Sky Dome when he was going to wrestle The Rock, right. and they couldn't, ah. Vince couldn't figure out whether or not he was going to be Hollywood Hogan or Hulk Hogan, and he had Hogan fly mm. home from Clearwater. To pick up his red and yellow mm-hmm. gear. And he made it back. Right. He flew private jet, flew there and back, just to pick up his gear, made it back the morning of WrestleMania. And then right before WrestleMania, they changed their mind and said, yeah, no, no, go to Hollywood. So he went overnight ah. to Florida from Toronto to pick up his gear and didn't use it. Wow. Wow. That's wild. But that match was still a hell of a return, though. Hollywood Hogan and The oh, Rock was still a hell of a return. Amazing. Just amazing. And again, what we talked about, you know, the crowd turned Hogan babyface that match. Started up sure the rock and ended up cheering Hogan. Oh, it was incredible. So, I mean, you know, we again, the, if promoters and promotions don't feel that the, if they don't feel that the, um, the crowd means anything, think again. Mm-hmm. Right. Think again, because the crowd means everything. 
Absolutely. Uh, that's, I mean, well, you're right. That's tell you what you're doing and what you're not doing. That's it. The trick is to is to the trick is to listen to the crowd. Mhm. And we'll be joined, uh, Chaz, by uh, Professor Steve. Uh, welcome, welcome, Steve. Awesome. How you doing? Doing good. Just uh, glad I could be on. Catch me up. Glad to be, glad to be here. Catch me up on what's been uh, discussed. Oh, Turns yeah, we're and returns, brother. Yes. Returns and returns. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, I'm going to let you and Steve have at it. I had a pleasure as always. Um, I got some stuff in the works. I'll definitely be talking about it next week. But I want everybody to have a good night, and I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you, brother. Enjoy your weekend. All right. That was Chaz Moretti. Looking forward to having him come back next week. Uh, great time talking to him. Uh, Steve, we've been talking wrestling returns and turns tonight. Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. You got, you got any uh, uh, that you can recall that you really dig through the years? I remember WrestleMania 20, Undertaker coming back from being the biker, and he got buried at the Survivor Series by Kane and Vince and um, oh yeah, that was like the return of the on. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Man. And then uh, I just, mm-hmm. yeah, the um, I think the unmasked came from the two oh three oh four era. It was pretty underrated, and then um, yeah, when when that uh, that was the match you had RVD, right? Was it RVD? We unmasked? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. When he turned on Yeah, RVD. that was loud. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, that that was that was wild, man. That, that you know, Especially, and back then it, it gave Kane new life, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I like when he came out with the chains and the police, like he was like a serial killer version of Goldberg where he had the police escorts. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that was wild, man. He had that scary face, too. <laughs> right. Man, that was really cool. That I really, really like... Cool. Um, yeah. like when... Uh, Shibata came back to New Japan and like he uh Kenta was turned on Ishii and was I think beating up young boys and Shibata made like a mm-hmm. a run in and started attacking Kenta. Oh and yeah. When yeah. Kenta joined the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. That's the that was cool seeing Shibata get physical and then eventually he would make uh some match returns with like Sex Super Junior doing the exhibition match and then he would come back at I think this year's or he would come back at Russell Kingdom and face run Narita in a right. longer match a longer uh, regular rules match so yeah I mm-hmm. think Shibata has been a very emotional return to New Japan and he's had 
a few over the years. But the one with Kenta That's cool. joining Bullet Club was pretty intense. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah, that, that's that's a good one. Shibata, yeah. Man. Good stuff. Oh, man. Um, so, so, so many turns. Uh, and you know, we're talk we're talking about earlier earlier in the podcast about uh how, how some people like no matter how hard they've tried to to turn heel I mean people just won't let it happen because they're just so accepted by the audience you know what I mean and eventually they have to yeah, get back ages. to being baby faces you know what I'm saying <laughs> so yeah over. ages dolls is kind of like that right right. Yeah, it, you get you you get to a point. I think some people get to a point where they can do almost do no wrong in the people's eyes. You know what I mean? It's just so accepted right. and over. Yeah. That's why your Ricky Steamboat that was never turned in WWE is because Pat Patterson and others thought he could kill Hogan with a chainsaw and he'd still be cheered, still be loved. Mhm. I, I remember one time with Sting uh, had a match with uh, Chris Benoit, right? And Sting, they had just turned Sting heel, right? And uh, but during that match, I mean, people were just like going crazy for Sting, right? So I remember Sting and Benoit finally just looking across the ring from each other, right, in midway in the match, and then they told did a total role reversal. <laughs> <laughs> because the crowd weren't buying it. They're just cheering Sting like nobody's business, right? <laughs> so, they had no choice. You know what I mean? But, yes, yeah, some guys are like that. And um, someone brought up the idea about uh, Sting, what if Sting were the one to be the third man when they were forming the NWO with Hall and Nash, right? Right. And, and I told him, I said, you know, I don't think it would have worked as well as it did with Hogan. Because, you know, it, like like we were just talking about earlier, I mean, Sting is just so accepted, accepted you know what I mean? They they wouldn't have nearly half the heat they did with Hogan, I don't, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some some people like that. They, they're just so over it. They just can do no wrong, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But yeah, um, but there's been a lot of good turns and like returns over the years. Uh, it, any more that come out the top of your head that you you want to share? Um, I'm trying to think. CM Punk. Uh... AEW, his debut, it was kind of like his return to wrestling. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty big. That was pretty big. That was like his return to Chicago in a, in a wrestling show, so I definitely put mm-hmm. that up there. Absolutely, and it was like seven years, right? He was out for seven years. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
one I'm like reading a list. One of them is uh, Bret Hart Monday Night Raw, January 4, 2010. Right. Yes. Yeah, that that was big. Because uh, he hadn't been in WWE since the screw job. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, um, he, during that time, he was he made amends with Shawn Michaels. The in-ring promo he did with Shawn. Right. Yeah. And him and Vince started that feud. Yeah. Um, there's one from 2002, January 7th, with the Triple H returning on uh, Raw. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it was that return he made when he was like so jacked? I mean, he looked like a monster. He was so just jacked. Yeah, up. he had he had a quad uh, tear and came back from that, and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's up to you with uh, Jericho pretty soon after. Yeah, because he, he uh, made his return there with, well, on, with Angle, Kurt Angle, at the time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I remember that injury. He, uh, that was back him, him and Austin were teaming together, the two-man power trip. Right. And... Uh, and I remember when uh, Jericho put the walls, Jericho on on the table, it, it looked so painful. You could see his legs shaking from the terror, you know? Right. Yeah. I can't even imagine the pain he was going through. And then um, another one I read was uh, Goldberg on Raw, March 31st, 2003, running the Rock. Yes, yes, that's right. That that's back when The Rock was the heel and doing those sing-alongs, right? With <laughs> <The> a guitar. <laughs> Hollywood Rock, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was a pretty underrated version of Rock. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he was great. I didn't, didn't he had EP with the Hurricane at that time? At one point. Yeah. Helms. Oh yeah, that that was oh that was so entertaining. Great stuff. Yeah, yeah, I always thought The Rock was an awesome heel. <laughs> right. Um. Good. Gotta mention uh, Edge at the twenty twenty Royal Rumble. Was before the pandemic happened. Yes. It's yeah. a pretty good response for him. Yeah, that that was, and he, he he had a great performance of that rumble too. Right. I'm glad he's a yeah, the villain now too. Oh, he's so good. He said, "I've always thought he was a better heel anyway." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mention, it's uh, all demeanor now with the heels. That's great with the 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 suit and everything, and and the the glare. You know, what I mean, the the tint, the purplish tint, so cool. Oh, I gotta mention Sting and the AEW Winter is coming. 
That was a pretty shock. Yeah. That was. That was. And look at him him now. Right. Look at the things he's doing now. It's it's amazing what he's doing now. (laughs) He's like diving through tables off the high balconies. Yeah. Man, what an inspiration. (laughs) Right. That's so cool. But, yeah, that was big. I mean, you think about uh, AEW's had some pretty big uh, returns thus far. Definitely with Punk and Sting. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Good stuff, man. And we're we're getting ready for another big return at WrestleMania with Steve Austin. Yeah. And I, I have Should a feeling, be. you know, with that deal, I, I have a feeling it's going to be more than just a talk show. Because Austin is looking in, in phenomenal shape, right? Um, and... They just showed him on a recent talk show, right? And uh, he, he looks he looks like he's, you know, been training pretty hard, right? So, but with him, I'm excited for him and Owens, though. I mean, I don't think they could have picked a better opponent for him than Kevin Owens. Yeah, I, I was hoping for a match, but I'm not really sure about it now. I, but we'll see what happens. I think... If right. they keep building it as a talk show, then it's more surprising if it's a match announced that day. Like, but we'll see. And with another, there's another, uh, you know, return possibly with Cody at Mania. I'm anxious to see how they're going to bring him in. I'm, I'm really looking forward to see how they do it. I think the rumor is night two. I'm not sure, but I think. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of been confirmed he's going there, and even Chris Jericho, I read, confirmed he's going there. Yeah, are they are they still saying it's him and Rollins? Um, I would assume, but I haven't uh, read all the details yet. Because if so, I mean, oh god, those two would have a heck of a match. And um, I gotta mention two Undertaker returns. Uh, his one with the uh, at thirty one against Bray Wyatt. He wasn't on TV at all leading oh, yeah. up to it. So he right. had that match with yeah. Bray Wyatt, kind of redeeming himself after the WrestleMania thirty match with Brock. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, that that was big at the time, and. And especially with him and Bray doing like more two supernatural gimmicks like that, you know. Yeah, um, I definitely like the uh, match and the entrances and um, the uh, lightning and the uh, chair burning and the Johnny Cat. The man comes around on the screen, so it was yes. 
interesting that they didn't have him on TV, but it made it bigger for his return to Mania. Oh, yeah. And those entrances, oh, man, it, both his and Bray's was so cool. Yeah, I like the uh, Scarecrows. For mm-hmm. one entrance, that, that event. And did the whole and they had to like the whole band playing dressed as scarecrows too. Remember that? That was so cool. Right. No, was, they were that, like that was uh, amazing. they were like um they had the plague mask. That was WrestleMania third, that was a pretty good entrance too. Yeah, yeah. They were like they were like uh buzzards. I think that's what Buzzards. We're kinda going Buzzards, forward. that's it. Right. But it was still really cool. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, I really liked the, uh, the the theatrics of that. I was hoping maybe like for WrestleMania when he was start when he was doing the theme thing to have you know, like the band, you know what I mean? That that uh, plays his theme song, do something like a really cool deal for Mania or something. Like that would have been. Really cool with the feeling, yeah, right? I think no. Code Orange, Code Orange would have been good uh, live yeah. performance. Oh God, Get them live would have been amazing for a WrestleMania with the Fiend. Because I mean, the Fiend, right. like, I, I, honestly, I, I still say to this day, the Fiend is like one of the best characters they've uh, came out with in years. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think people really um, are down on it because of the quality of the in-ring matches other than Brian and because the cinematic kind of jumped the shark a little bit. But I think that <laughs> it could have been a great character, but I think the Orton, the Orton feud, I, I'm not a fan of. I know Orton right. is, is good, but... I thought they paired him up. They had him feud with Orton too many times, and they just—how can you bring him back from the dead and then have him lose to Orton by distraction? It's just annoying that you could well, resurrect well, him Orton. and then have him lose. Right. Well, Orton, and the thing too, Orton's another heel. You know what I mean? Let's face it, Orton's just a natural heel, and 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 exactly. with. And with with Wyatt, I think, like you, I think he would have clicked with a much more babyface persona. You know what I mean? Right. But, but yeah, you're right. It was really a lot of overkill with him and Orton, I believe. And then they released him, like, in the summer after that match, and then Orton didn't, you know, didn't want to continue it, and it was annoying how booked the fiend was, but I think they had a lot of potential with the character and um, Oh yeah. He's not signed anywhere yet, so there's always a possibility they can sign him back later. You know, I really hope they work things out to bring him back, you know what I mean? Because I, I still think they can do so many big things with him because you know, you know Bray is so talented and creative right 
I know he's doing a lot of like a horror horror flicks as of late. So I can't wait to see yeah, what he was, he's been up to. Yeah, he was working on a movie, I believe. I'm not sure if there's a date for it yet. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to checking those out. Yeah. Um, any other returns or returns that um, yeah um, that come at you? Shawn Michaels had a four-year break from WWE oh, and yeah. uh, had a good feud with Triple H. He sure did. Yeah, that was good. Do you remember the bit where um, Sean was attacked and no one knew who did it? And the whole time yeah, the Triple H is trying to... Yeah, yeah. The whole time Triple H is like kayfabe it. He's not like, you know, he's trying to supposedly help Sean find who did it, right? And then they show, they show the security cam footage in the parking right. lot. Yeah, that was, that was good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, some good drama there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Sean had a good run, too, after he made his return. Yeah, he had, like, uh, almost, like, two runs at WWE. He had, like, the 90s and the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, thank God. I know Jericho's had some good returns. Oh, yeah. I remember that, that, that one, of the, uh, one of the returns one time, they had the <laughs> they had this kid supposedly passing the torch, right? And out of nowhere... You see a, uh, a figure come through the curtain and clothesline him, and it, and it shows Jericho doing this Jericho stance, right? <laughs> That's back when he came back with the short hair, right? Right. Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, there was the Save Us Y2J return in 2007 when he had mm-hmm. the short hair. Right. Good stuff. And what about his um, uh, return to Japan after uh, he left WWE? New Japan? Yeah, that was was pretty big. Yeah, the (laughs) painkillers. You're the pain maker. Pain maker, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mass of Tanahashi, Naito, and mm-hmm. Okada. Yeah, he had a decent part-time run in New Japan. Right. 
I, I love um, I love this feud with Naito. That <laughs> was pretty entertaining. In, in Naito. Yeah, Tranquilo. This is the yeah Jericho. They had a match right. at Dominion 2018, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jericho Omega basically was like the inspiration for AEW. Is what Tony Khan mm-hmm. mentioned. Oh yeah. So I mean Jericho. Yeah. Jericho is a big part of AEW mm-hmm. uh, origin. Yeah, because him, Omega, Cody, and the Bucks all getting together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. And, and uh, look at uh, look at Christian. He's made some cool returns. Yeah, he's... Uh... Had a really good run in TNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, well, speaking of TNA, Kurt Angle had a good return to wrestling. Had a great run with TNA. Yeah, him and Samoa Joe in that cage match, like, did some good business. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had some people say that were there with him during the time that he th- they thought that his run in TNA was even better than WWE. Right. Which he had a hell of a run in WWE, I thought. His, his, yeah, his first run was an ama- amazing. Sure. So, but yeah, but his run with TNA was really, really, like you said, was really, really good. And then speaking of uh, returns, uh, I mean, look at what Cody Rhodes did to uh, with AEW after his WWE run. Right. I mean, was was he a three-time? Is it three-time TNT champ? I think, so. I think so. Yeah. And he was like, um, yeah, three, yeah, right, three times. And he's, he's had some great matches. You know, the late Bro- Brody Lee and, and uh, gosh, Sammy Guevara, man, the matches they had together. Right, and he may make another big return at WrestleMania too, as we were talking about earlier. So, yeah, excited, <laughs> good stuff. Um, Steve, uh, you have anything you got coming up you want like to share? Just um. Looking forward to uh, April. Looking forward to United Elite Wrestling in Richmond. And then uh, 
concert I'm going to, and then, um, yeah, so, uh, looking forward to, uh, New Japan events coming up, like, uh, I think April 1st is the Texas event, Lone Star. So, oh, nice. Lots to look forward to. Like, like the card, are you going, the wrestling card, the first one you mentioned, you know, uh, who's all going to be there for that one, do you know? Uh, I haven't really looked at the card. I'm just, I just saw Killer Cross versus Suzuki, and I was, like, really excited for that. Ooh, nice, yes. Nice. Well, uh, the um, Ring of Honor show that's coming up, um, I'm very excited to see them boys in FTR as one of the match, main matches. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good. And speaking of FTR, Dax, Dax Hardwood had a heck of a match with CM Punk the other night on AEW Dynamite. Yeah, I did catch that. It was pretty good. Yeah. That was, that was really good. Um, but, um, I, I guess, uh, I got to look into that ring of honor show coming up, see what other matches they got on the card. I, I haven't heard too much on it. So. Same. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, it's cool. Tony Khan's keeping it alive, you know? Exactly. And I, I hope he gets more, like, former ROH stars in the mix. Definitely, like, Lethal and Punk and Brian. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Lethal, he had a good match the other night, too, with Adam Cole. Yeah. If, uh, if we ever get Briscoes on AEW, I'd like to see, uh, them boys versus, uh, Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley and Brian, I think that'd be pretty good too. Oh God, that'd be amazing. I hope I hope so. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Right. I, I I love the name. The Blackpool what was it again? Blackpool Fight Club? Combat Combat Club. Combat Club? Yeah, yeah, I love the name, man. It's awesome. That's awesome. Can't wait for the merch for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd definitely like to get a t-shirt and those guys. <laughs> That'd be tremendous. But yeah, I hope they can work them out, work things out to get them boys to AEW. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the Briscoes, man. I think those guys are great. Same. Mark is the. Uh... Pretty cool to talk to. Mm-hmm. Met him in uh, 2013. Oh, cool. that's cool. That's cool. I first met the Briscoes actually at the airport. Uh, we were like uh, in, the, in the same terminal waiting for a different flight. Uh, I forget where I was heading. They were, I think they were heading back home from the event, and I was heading to somewhere. And it was it was cool to catch you know meet up with them there at the terminal. And uh, <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, good guys, man. Really cool.
Yeah. Uh, so um, I know uh, pro wrestling interviews uh, this Sunday, right? 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, yeah. Always enjoy uh, yeah. calling in and paneling on that with you, with you and others. Do you, yeah. Do you know if they got any guests uh, on hand? No, it's night? usually last minute. No, we, we haven't heard. We haven't decided yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just curious if they had a guest or not. Yeah, I gotta ask. I gotta talk to uh, Todd and John about that. Oh, okay. All right, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, well, yeah, definitely keep them informed for sure. Um. But it's, it's, tonight's been great. Wrestling Returns and Turns on WCW Retro. You look us up. You check out the archives of tonight's show on VOCNation.com. And uh, be good to yourselves and these other guys. And uh, have a great rest of the week and weekend. And uh, we'll see you guys next Thursday. Thank you guys as always. Uh, let's see if we can close out with something cool here. Oh, gosh. What can we do? What can we do? Oh, I got the... Um, Hollywood Blonde theme, Austin the Pillman. <laughs> nice. Check it out. All right. See you guys next week.